Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sam Elliott, 64 speaking, and I'm joined alongside... And this is 9132, back again? Yes, and uh, unfortunately we are lacking a Dave today, he's, uh, he's a bit under the weather, but we do have a more than adequate replacement. Introduce yourself, my friend. Hi, I'm uh, Will from Team Shock. Yeah, Aftershock's uh, Will Thomas. Um, thank you for joining us a once shocking again. shocking surprise entry. Well... Yes, very much so. But uh, as ever, thank you very much for joining us. It was a very last minute, but um, <laughs> we managed to just about get it in there and uh, sort things out. Yeah, right. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you very much. Anyway, Series 9. We're he- we've made it. We're here. Um, nice. First things first, I think, you know, one thing I want to discuss before we actually get into the um, actual crux of the episode is, uh, you know, there's a lot of you know graphical changes and like the way the show actually looks and presents itself, I think you know the changes for the most part have been really quite positive. I think you know the the lighting in the arena looks so much better now. A few of the editing niggles were light, you know they were they were ironed out from last series. I think you know the show hasn't looked better really. Yeah, it looks a lot better. I like the uh, the stat boards for the robots now. I know we discussed this over the Christmas special, but I like what I like about them is the that they uh, have like the little bars which indicate how strong they are in which category, like in weight, speed, weapon, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so I, I I think it looks much more clean and crisp and very very pretty. So well done, Henderson guys, you did a good job. Yep, I'd say that's uh, pretty. But anyway, obviously we're not here just to talk about the show. We're here to talk about the fights and what happened in this week's episode. So where to start with? The first battle, uh, which um, let's start with the robots that went out first of all. I think we'll start with with nuts two to begin with. Um, <laughs> what an exit that was! I mean, <laughs> I, I I will say, I mean, there was they they had problems. Did nuts two? They had um, I don't. Well, I'm I'm probably sure you can tell us a lot more about it. But they they had a, a wheel dead on one side, didn't they? Um, was there? Yeah. Um, come. They've they've been really busy with that because it's an entirely new machine and had it worked it would have been truly spectacular. It's uh, yeah they were having some real uh, speed controller issues. I know before the fight Rory was saying there was a chance that it may just go in and catch fire, and it was kind of <laughs> let's not test it in case it does completely explode. And when it went in, uh, one side of the drive wasn't working, so they were already a bit hampered. But uh, it was just one of those things they've. If they'd had more time to prepare, it could have been a completely different story. And I think now he's managed to fix it. I was going to say, there, there is actually a couple of videos that uh, Rory has uploaded onto YouTube. So I'm going to put a link to those in the uh, in the description below, where you can see um, Nuts being tested with, with it fully working. And it, it does look quite a scary-looking thing. You know, it spins very quickly, and it's got a lot of weight behind it, obviously, because it's the whole robot spinning rather than just, for example... With you, well, it's, it's you've you've got a piece of metal spinning. It's the whole hundred odd kilos of nuts spinning around. So that's a lot of momentum behind it. Um, obviously, we didn't get to see that in the arena, which is a shame. And but the, I will say their exit was spectacular. It was yeah, unbelievable. It, 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 was, it was a shame to see them p- perform so, well, especially after how well. I mean, it was renowned last series for being the plucky underdog, and it that was really nice die. to see them. <laughs> But, but you know, yeah, it wouldn't die, and it's, it's a shame that they didn't even really get off the start. Because I was actually thinking to myself during the match, "Where's nuts?" You know, I mean, Rapids out there, there's Jelly being Jelly. You know, it, it was all good fun, but there was there was, and then of course I kind of twigged that it wasn't in full control, um, which is a shame. But if you're going to go out, you got to go out in style, and I don't think it gets much more stylish than that, really, does it? Yeah, they got bummed out the arena quite literally. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean like, they, 
Yeah, that, before, what wasn't seen before the camera was uh, Nuts actually struggled to get to its starting gate. It was I can't remember what happened exactly, but they, they did some kind of weird drift that it somehow ended up in the right place. It was <laughs> it was something special, but uh, it's it was honestly I was I was going for the Nuts team because they obviously you know they've clearly worked really hard on it, and it, it does look uh, a hell of a lot sleeker than the the previous version that came before it, and ultimately this time around it wasn't meant to be. Even um, the mini bots were quite cool. Were, were a lot sleeker and prettier than the old ones. Um, yeah, they had like a, a like a nice little polished look to them. Yeah, they're all three D printed and all fancy and stuff. But uh, for them, it wasn't to be this time. They ended up out of the arena, and uh, there wasn't really much to, more to say because they didn't get. In, I mean, they got carried by Rapid a little bit, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say I was actually quite shocked that it lost in the first round. I thought I, I know it sounds a bit daft, but I did think it might have a chance of going through because it's nuts and that's what they do. <laughs> so to see, it, to see it go out in such spectacular fashion was great, but also a little bit upsetting. But yeah, hopefully they'll um, they'll get a chance again uh, in the new series because I believe it's there's been a new series confirmed. I'm, I'm not it was announced sure. today. Um, it today, was announced today. Wasn't today, it? today being the sixth of March. So we now know when it's recorded. Um, anything yes. anything else to add to nuts too? Will anything you, anything interesting you know of that you can add? <laughs> uh, I think Rory Mangles is actually a pretty cool name for a roboteer. Just saying. It, it we is. mentioned we mentioned we mentioned in the last one of cool names. I forgot about Rory because Mangles. I mean Rory Mangles are the robots. There you go. I think that's something. Up. Up. Will any, any any other input? Will. I mean, yeah. I mean, this version of nuts is a complete sort of step up from the last one. I mean, it was it was sort of more amateurish last time round sort of cobbled together and this time they they really made it look the part and internally it was fantastic and had they got their sort of melty brain spinner aspect going so they could translate while spinning it would have been a real force to be reckoned with because it would have had some serious power so uh if anything i'm quite glad that we didn't have to <laughs> fight it so that could have been a bit of a mess for us you think so like do, do you honestly did you honestly like fear facing nuts um well, not, yeah, not, I mean, not, not fear it, but like you know, apprehensive to fight it. Well, the the funny thing is, um, Rory was studying at Reading Uni while I was there, and we did a couple of open days with the amp weights, and I had an amp weight version, which is pretty close to the current aftershock, right. and he had his little mini sort of version of nuts, and he was spinning it round and got the flail caught in the disc, and the amp weight just exploded, so my <laughs> spin blew up into <laughs> million pieces, oh, all because good. the flail got caught in the disc, so. Had that happened on a bigger scale, it could have been, uh, yeah, a bit catastrophic Se- for us. Series, series over, everyone. Let's just, uh, let's just call it a day. Yeah, um, goodbye arena territory. <laughs> oh, God. Um, hopefully, that's not the end we'll see of Nuts entirely, but it is the end we'll see of Nuts sort of this series. We'll get, we'll get to that later. Um, I think it's time to move on to uh, the biggest robot with the biggest heart, I think, in this episode, Jellyfish. Um Unfortunately, in this round, again, it wasn't really explained that much on camera because I think there was a lot that happened in this heat, which meant a lot of editing was required around it. But um, Dave, I know, mentioned to me when when we were there that he had a lot of transmitter issues because of lights and whatnot, and it wasn't controlling how he wanted it to do. Um, And as a result, he ended up getting uh, bullied by Rapid, really. Yeah, that was was a bit of a shame, in all honesty. It was... um... 
It's, it's a shame when a robot doesn't get to work after putting so much hard work into it. I mean, I think everyone can agree with that. I mean, it, it's it, no matter how bad a robot performs, you think, oh, that was, you know, rubbish, whatever. You know, there's a part of you, at least in my opinion, where I still think, you know, it, it is a shame because they did put so much hard work in it, but it's never work, you know. Um, but, I mean, what we saw was, was pretty good, I, I think. I think we saw pretty good. I mean, obviously, we'll get to that later anyway. But uh, in this battle, it was a bit a bit unfortunate. Well. I mean, yeah, I I really like Jellyfish, actually, because most people think it's more of a sort of joke entry. It's not taking it very seriously. But when you actually get inside it, Dave's put some really top-end components in it. In fact, I'd probably say the drive system he's got is better than what we've got in Aftershock. And had it been a little bit more reliable, I know he was having a lot of issues with the, the radio gear and interference. Had he sorted those, it could have actually been an upset like Nuts was last time. The weapons quite effective i mean it uh, yeah it could have been quite good but against the machines it was against it arguably didn't stand a chance and uh, yeah had it been in a different heat with a different draw i mean dave could have done really well actually yeah and, I, I, uh, I remember when um because uh he he was actually the guy who uh, invited me up to scotland so i have to thank him extremely uh for that but um before we went in, i said to him okay so who who do you fear in this competition and he, he said, well, not fear, but, like, who do you not want to fight out of everyone that's going to be there, you, you reckon? And he said he said four robots that he, he really didn't want to fight. He didn't want to fight Eruption, he didn't want to fight Beermoth, and then the other two he didn't want to fight were Terahertz and Rapid. <laughs> and he ended up getting both of them. <laughs> and I remember him telling me when, when, I, when I arrived, he goes, and he goes, oh, yeah, I've got Terahertz and Rapid in round one. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> his, his, his face just sank. It was, uh, it was really quite sad. But... Um, I think you know. Ultimately, as we said, you know, his he had control issues in uh, in round one, and I think given that, I think given the, the caliber of robot he was against, I think it was a it was a plucky performance, but there wasn't much he could do. But uh, we'll get to, we'll we'll have more on jellyfish later, I'm sure. But uh, going through with rapid and terahertz, and we, terahertz we didn't really see much of. It was just kind of bashing the mini bots of nuts. But rapid in round one. I was particularly impressed with it. You know, it, it it dominated the fight, really, didn't it? It was a good. It's a good. I mean, I I, I um I did like I do like rapid. I, I I am a firm believer in it's not all about tech and money, which is what which is you know the complete opposite of rapid. But I, that doesn't mean I'm not a fan of seeing such beautiful tech and money go a lot of money go into a robot at times. And um, yeah, I, I I do like rapid. It's a shame we didn't really get to see much of it. Again, obviously we'll get to that. But what we did see of it, it looked relatively impressive. So uh, I mean, Will, were you uh, particularly afraid of um, of rapid at all when you first saw it? Yeah, when I first saw rapid, I thought, now this is sort of a proper contender because I've I've known Josh and Andy um, for a few years now from the Antweight scene, and Andy's very sort of well known for the Antiside robots, which sort of rapid's based on in a sense, and as soon as I heard those guys were entering, you knew it was going to be good because they've got the resources and the engineering skill to pull it off. And considering that thing was built in sort of, I think it was, I think it's about 20 days. So to go from wow, nothing to geez. a finished robot in the arena in that time scale is incredible. And the detail it had as well is just kind of ridiculous as well. Like everything inside, it's just immaculate and polished and whatever else. That's crazy. The only thing I will say is I, I do wish they, they they'd paid a little bit of money for some paint. <laughs> I don't. I'm not I mean, being harsh, but I just, I just, I mean, it, you have to admit it was just a great wedge, in all fairness. But I mean, it was still a spectacular robot to watch because I mean, it had, an, it had a really good flipper. Um, 
yeah. And yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's a shame it didn't perform up to its standard. Again, we'll get to that later. But I, I, I think that uh, with a little bit more tweaking and uh, maybe a bit more preparation, they uh, they could have a serious contender for the title on their hands. Definitely. And I think this is one machine that could benefit from the live circuit. If they brought it along, tested it out at a couple of events, they could come back for the next series and pretty much wipe the floor with everyone. Yeah, I mean, there's fundamentally the the you know the idea of the flipper robot is it's 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 very simple but it's effective and that's why so many robots in the yeah. UK in particular are flipper based. Obviously, Will, you've got about I think you've got three yourself, haven't you, or something like that? Yeah, I'm I'm quite a fan of the flippers, and uh, I think if I was going to make a new one, I'd go down the rapid route of trying to go for incredible power and uh, quite a simple design, really. So yeah. it's it's a nice machine. Yeah, absolutely. But um, we'll get to the mantra is beautiful. What I just saying. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I briefly mentioned terahertz. Um, as we said in the preview, mostly unchanged from uh, from the last series, um, with the exception of the pool noodles. Um, do you think that cost it? I, I mean, I don't. In this heat, in particular, I would. Last series, we in its heat, I'd, I'd say probably would have won it had the axe worked. I'm I'm fairly sure Anderson, you'll agree with that one. Will I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll happily agree with that one because I mean, yeah, it, no, it I, I think had it, so. yeah, had it uh, not had that one sort of upset against Behemoth with the the axe not working, I think it yeah could have definitely taken it. Yeah, I think you know last series it was probably the the standard of robot. This series for me at least, I don't know about you guys, it just seemed a bit average, which is a, a t- it's a testament to everyone else how far they've come forward. I suppose, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I said because I said to you last night. I mean, I, I, this is no, this is no offense to John Reed or anything, but I said to Sam last night. I said to you, didn't I? Um, did you have to admit, terahertz is out. I, I would say is outdated. I mean, I mean, maybe in another heat, it might have had a bit more of a chance yeah, if it was against some tough competition. But I think it's time for a redesign. Myself, but I mean, I mean, I don't know if Will would agree with that, or do you think John should stick to what he knows, or do you think he should go for a redesign? I'm not too sure, but I mean, I personally think it would. I be think he'll have to after what Will did to him, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's 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 that. I mean, I, I think the idea behind terahertz works, um, like having the big, strong front end and the axe mechanism. I think it might be the sort of time to move away from polycarb as the main structure of the robot, Possibly. and uh, maybe go more down the beta route since. That did hold up a little bit better in BattleBots. Of course, Tombstone may argue with that, but uh, <laughs> I think it's the sort of idea that he should go for. Possibly. I mean, I, you know, I like the polycarb because you can see into it. That's one of the many, many reasons why I love Terahertz. Um, because you, you love the robot without his clothes on, don't you, Sam? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> How can you not? How can you not? But um, yeah, Terahertz in the first round, it, it, it did its thing. It, it avoided trouble and it just kind of went through because Rapid killed everyone else. Um, so obviously, out go nuts and jellyfish, shed a tear. But uh, through go rapid and terahertz. Now, next fight, oh, we'll start with you, Will. Why not? We'll start with aftershock. Um, obviously, as you've already mentioned on various posts, it's based mostly off uh, your inertia series of um, robots that you've done over the years. Um, why change from shockwave so much? I think the um, the main thing we learned from Shockwave was that uh, although it could be effective, it was a bit boring, really. I mean, it, all it did was sort of push stuff around, and we um, we sort of got through the heat with a bit of luck on our side. And we came away from filming last time for Series 1 and went that, you know, we could improve, we could do something better. 
And it was, I think it was pretty much in the car on the way back that I said, we've got inertia, let's see if we can design a bigger one. And at first my dad said, well, no, we can never do that. It won't work. Much like he said when I built the featherweight originally. <laughs> and, uh, the more I sort of thought about it, and I started to put the design together and I went back to him and said, look, I think we can do it. And once I showed, the, showed him the design and we uh, got a few people on board, it sort of became more more sort of realistic and uh, was, it a, was it a hard thing to do to go from featherweight to heavyweight just like that or was it quite an easy step up it was relatively easy i mean we I sort of took the basic proportions of the featherweight and scaled it up to a heavyweight size so i think it's pretty much twice the size of the featherweight and so that doesn't sound well, much because obviously featherweights are only 15 kilos and heavyweights are 110 110 now. So, like, yeah, saying I mean, it's, it's, it's double the size, it doesn't really. Book. So, yeah. when you've got it in front of you, and it's uh, it's quite a size. I mean, aftershocks a meter wide. Yeah. And uh, the disc is half a meter in diameter, so it's wow. a pretty hefty piece of kit. Mm. And, it, but, and it looks pretty. Uh, once we started going down this route, we sort of never looked back. We did have a design for a rebuilt shockwave, and we'd included a spinner mounted as part of the scoop, so we could still have the 360 degree arm. With oh, a spinner mounted in it, oh, really? sort of like Pulsar. Oh. And yeah, yeah. Just went down that route, but we decided if we're going to do a spinner, we might as well focus focus on it, do it properly, and uh, that's how we ended up with aftershock. And you did a very good job. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> well, I think the, the gamble paid off. I think. Yeah. So aftershock was coming. Aftershock is now here, and in its first round, I, I mean, as you said, you had a bit of a problem with the wiring. It blew up. You said. Um, I think it was on the on the show. But um, other than that, really, there wasn't. The, the, I know. I remember. I spoke to you briefly, Will. I, mean, I don't know if you remember. It was, I was on the. Um, when were you doing the celebrity stuff? And I know you were a little hey. bit apprehensive about fighting Sabretooth. Um, at, at the time, because you were slightly concerned, not not concerned, but like you you were, yeah, you, were not, you acknowledged it was it was there. Yeah, we had a good look at Sabretooth, and uh, funnily enough, we were uh, chatting to Gabe the day before um, when everyone turned up to do the filming, and it looked evil. I mean, we we all saw what Minotaur could do on BattleBots, and then seeing the British version turn up and with that razor sharp blade on the front to get underneath things, we were sort of rightly scared about it, and had it hit us in the wrong place we could have been in trouble so uh, yeah we were sort of cautious of it and we knew that if he got us in the wrong place it could be game over yeah and obviously um taking on uh, cranky and uh, tom were, were you worried about those two as well i mean were, were you worried about cranky and tomahawk at all or was it more a case of avoid sabertooth and hope that the other two die first <laughs> uh yeah it was kind of the case i mean they were all sort of tough in their own way. I mean, Tomahawk with the axe, we were worried about our top panels because we only had the polycarb on there. Mm -hmm. And Cranky's a really tough machine. I mean, the front of it was, I think, 8mm hardox. So if we thought, if we hit that hard enough, we're going to break ourselves. Because oh, wow. at this point, we had no idea what Aftershock was going to do. And uh, it was just a case of sort of hit and hope, really, and sort of pick off Cranky to try and stay away from the axe of Tomahawk. <laughs> Oh, it worked. It worked out in the end, and uh, obviously AfterShock um, went through. I think we'll we'll move from AfterShock to we'll we'll move to uh, the robots that went out. Then I think we'll start with start with Cranky. And Cranky had problems throughout filming, and I think they had a, a ground clearance issue, which which scuppered their movement slightly, uh, unfortunately. And it's a shame because it, it it's a it's a far cry from what Killy Cranky was. I mean, that's that, that's for sure. But 
It's a shame we didn't really get to see what it could do properly, but uh, th- these are the things that happen, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I was I was quite looking forward to seeing Cranky because obviously it wasn't a very good performance for Killer Cranky, and of course Robin Herrick, who's a legend of the show, it'd be nice to see him do well again. And then Will comes along and uh, just you know, gives him a cheeky <laughs> flick or two, you know, sticks his middle finger up, knocks him around a bit. Because <laughs> I was watching this with my other half mother, because uh, she was in the living room with me at the time. Um, and of course, she was rooting for Cranky. <laughs> so, of course, she sees that and she's like, well, that's not a bit, that's not very fair, is it? <laughs> I just left, wouldn't leave him alone. I was like, it's part of the fun. <laughs> but yeah, um, but uh, it was a bit of it a bit shame. But like you said, Sam, I mean, this is the, the way the, uh, the sport goes, isn't it? Uh, like I said, anything can happen to anyone. And it's just a matter of time when it does happen. And uh, that's, that's that, really. Yeah. Anything to add to that, Will? I mean, obviously, you, you took, were you impressed by Cranky at all? Or was it just a, a case of um, try and pick him off, really? Yeah, I mean, Cranky's actually a really nicely engineered machine. I mean, we had a good look at it beforehand. And it's, it's so much more solid than Killy Cranky. But the, um, the really unlucky thing for those guys is they weren't even meant to be in our heat. No. They all been moved from another heat to join our melee, and uh, had they been in another heat, it might have been a different story for them. Because uh, it is a seriously tough machine, and it's all brushless. It's got a quite a potent weapon. Had it been allowed to get up to speed, I don't think I really gave them a chance on that one. <laughs> Just brushless. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I really like the machine. Actually, it's uh, really tough. Yeah, ho- hopefully we'll see something like that again. I mean, it was it, it looks pretty industrial and scary. So hopefully we'll see more of that machine in the future but uh for this time it's all over for cranky um terror at uh, terror hurts even tomahawk <laughs> you, you can see where i can make them it's an axe spot it begins yeah. in t okay tomahawk the dutch girls um they were basically i, I was very disappointed I, I was looking forward to seeing this i mean i, I said you know I'm, I'm a big fan in robots that can make axes good again and this looked like it was going to be really good and obviously these things happen and credit to the, the team because obviously the Dutch girls they're great engineers like um, like Dave said but I mean and, and again you know these things happen but it was a bit disappointing I would like to see them do a little bit more than what they did in fairness they did they, they, while Will was having fun with Cranky Sabretooth was yeah. doing their own thing with uh, with Tomahawk weren't they so yeah. it was kind of <laughs> they, they, it was like a, it was almost like a, a joint attack it was, and they were, it was, and you, know, you were think... in the same pod as Sabretooth, Will. Was was there yeah, any, consp- yeah. any any conspiracy there? Was did you did you did you say to them, look, we're the best two here, let's go and kill them, or was it a case of just every man for himself? Honest, uh, honestly, you, you can be honest here. <laughs> with Sabretooth, I said, look, I'm not going anywhere near you because I don't want to get hit by your drum. Uh, so it's a case of I'll run away like hell if you come near me, and uh, I'll just hit the others first. <laughs> but uh, no, I, th- I think they were sort of equally wary of us hitting them. Right. Uh, so it's a sort of mutual respect on that front. Yeah, that's, that's uh, where you and I differ, Will. Because I mean, I, I would just turn around and say, I'm scared of that thing. I want to wreck it before it can get a chance to get me, sort of thing. Meanwhile, you're like, oh no, no, I'm just going to wear off and run away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with that one, I was kind of hoping if we can get one fight out of the way, at least we've got a few more to uh, to sort of worry about after that. Because up until that point, we had no idea if uh, Aftershock was even going to drive and spin at the same time. Because it had really ever been separately. Yeah. Uh, so ultimately, in the end, it was the uh, Tomahawk that ended up going out alongside uh, Cranky. Um, I think we'll, well, we'll finally bring it round to Sabretooth. Gabe won a fight, everyone. It happened at last. There was no confetti. There was no confetti. But uh, he still won a fight, and, you know, it, 
it had to be with this version because this was by far the best version he's ever created before. And uh, huge credit, well, well done, congratulations, Gabe. You you've won a fight on Robot Wars finally after all these years. And uh, he did well in the in the melee. I mean, as we said, you know, he he took on Tomahawk and and wrecked that machine, and it looked really good in round one. It really did. Yes, it did. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. I was, a bit, I was, I was I thought Will was going to talk there first. I've always spoken first. I thought you were going to talk first. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. okay. We're professionals, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yes. So, no, yeah, it, it was good to uh, see Saber actually, you know, do something. Um, no offense, Gabe, but um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a good robot. Uh, it, it hit where it hurt, and it did the job done. So, I, I, very very big congratulations there um, to. Gabe and to Sabretooth finally winning a battle. Yeah, it's it's such a nice looking machine as well. I mean, that's one thing Gabe always does is not only oh, yeah. focus on making something that works but uh, looks the part too. So he, he could have made a boring generic drum spinner, but he had to put his own style and flair on it, and I think that uh, is what makes it stand out. Yeah, I, I did fair, like the fact that they, they put. I'm oh, sorry, continue. I was going to say that I like the fact that they put the. Um... I know it's not the same one, but they put the scoop of uh, saber tooth over the top of it, so we kind of like tie it in, sort of thing, with the the family, yeah. if, you, if you like. Which, which I, I like that touch, you know. It's 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 nice. Uh, I, I, I'd just like to say fair play to Gabe because, like I said, I mean, every year he's entered Robot Wars, he's always built something completely new. I mean, he didn't just enter the same robot year after year after year, you know, with minor upgrades. He's always built a completely new machine, and it's it's ingenuity like that which I like because. Um, I mean, I understand why people into the same robot every year. Uh, that's fair play. You know, you, you want to just make minor tweaks, make minor tweaks. But it's just nice to see someone who comes back with something different each year because it just spices things up a little. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It, it, it offers something new to the table. And uh, ultimately, this year, it paid off. So through go Aftershock and Sabretooth. Um, I think the f- was, who was, so the first head-to-head was... I th- was it was it Sabretooth and Terahertz, the first one? Well, yeah, well, I think well, so. We'll, we'll, yeah, go, think... we'll go with Sabretooth and Terahertz, and oh my, <laughs> oh my, <laughs> uh, a grudge match dating back to Series 6, and yes. and it went the other way, and say, I mean, John said it was poor driving at the start, and to an extent it's true, but I mean, you know, you can't really get these things perfect every time, can you, you know, as we saw in the Celeb Special, it's, it's very difficult to control these machines, yeah. um, and Sabretooth took took the opportunity they ripped the back off which they needed to, which they did well and uh, they they made terahertz pay they really did yeah Will, this really shows uh, just how potent that weapon can be and why i was scared of it first time around so when yeah. they got it spun up it it sort of just disintegrated the back end of terahertz and that's <laughs> ridiculous power yeah I, it, it really did i mean there was there wasn't much left at the back after that was i mean the, the tail came flying off the Obviously, the polycarb we know wasn't the strongest armor in the world, but it just it made it just shattered it. It really did. It was something really special. It reminded um, me a bit of S three versus Plunderbird five in series five, where you know the armor was just slightly just crumbled away, sort of thing. You know, just just by yeah. glancing blow, it sort of crumbled away, and, I, and it made me a very happy boy. There was a load of the teams all crowded around the screen, and no one could really believe it was happening because terahertz had always seemed so sort of well protected against spinners and after seeing how it disposed of carbide last time it uh yeah no one really saw it coming and especially to know that it was gabe and sabertooth that did it was yeah. uh, just made it that little bit sweeter i think it was it was it was honestly so impressive i mean you know as we said already you know, they, they, they fought before obviously 
two completely different robots. That, you know, I'm fairly sure none of the components in the two are the same. But even still, you know, for it's it's quite a cool like kind of circle, really. You know that that you know after all these years, you get a chance to 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 fight again, and this time it went the other way. And Sabretooth picking up a a very respectable three points against Terahertz. I think you know not many people saw that one coming. I certainly didn't. Um, and then we come to to you against Rapid Will. I mean, how what was the what was the game plan? Was it just hope that you didn't get flipped over? Because you said at the you know in your VT that you were you were scared of flippers because you didn't know if you could self right. Obviously, you could in the end, but it, at the time you didn't know. What was what was the uh, what was the game plan? Yeah, I mean, with Rapid, it was sort of try not to get flipped if possible. But uh, the funny thing is, when we filmed our VT, we actually had a different weapon motor set up. We originally had a brushless in there. And with that, we were conscious of like the low starting torque. So we thought, if we got turned over and the disc stopped, we might not get back up. Mm. By the time we came around to filming, we actually had the LEM motor in there. Now, that has a load more power on startup. So we thought, even if we do get turned over, there's a chance we can get back up. And uh, ultimately, that's what we were able to do. But when it came to Rapid, we, we had a good look at it beforehand. And we realised the flipper itself wasn't flush to the ground only the two forks on the outside and our front end we've got these two little wedges right on the front and they are perfect on the floor we were peeling paint up as we pulled it in for the first time oh wow so we thought like go head on and if we can hit the flipper hard we can bend it and as soon as we've hit the flipper and bent it it's ours to sort of do what we like and uh yeah that's what we tried to do straight away and it worked i mean uh, obviously yeah, I mean, the, the flipper bent out of shape and obviously Rapid couldn't sell for it. Obviously, you caused there was, there, was a, there was a slight scare, wasn't there? Because they did get under yes. you at one point and give you a cheeky little fling. But uh, yeah, the disc righted you perfectly. It was a perfect rebound, though, from you on your part. Just that, um, And then, of course, you, you, you knocked him silly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when we actually got turned over, we hit the floor so hard that we took a massive lump out of the floor and we tore up the panel. Yeah, so I noticed that the, the like if if you if you watch this really closely in this fight, the the panel actually lifts up out the floor, which is pretty insane. Yeah, the amount of power. I've got some photos of that. I'll try and get it on our Facebook page at uh, some point uh, today, because we actually lifted up the entire floor panel in that section. Because when I went to drive to the side at the end of the fight, I drove over by the wall and parked it, and I tried to make sure it was still moving and. It had actually lifted the wheels clean off the ground. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, I thought we were sitting there immobile, and we were turn- turned out we were just beached on the floor. And That's crazy. They had to cut out an entire section of floor, re-weld a new piece in, where we hit, uh, just hit it so hard. Damn. That's that, that, I really appreciated uh, that. <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, we caused a bit of work for the, uh, the stage guys. <laughs> so I think it took them a good uh, sort of half hour or so to repair that. Yeah, again, it's, that's just a testament to how powerful Aftershock's weapon actually is. But um, ultimately, this fight did co- have a ripple-on effect. Obviously, Rapid taking more damage than what they initially thought, uh, the gearbox going, meaning that they were out entirely. And you know, the, I know the, the internals of Rapid are hideously complicated, and uh, yeah. as, as a result it, of that, that, that kind of left them in trouble. Anderson, go on. Yeah, well, that, that's, I was going to ask Will about this because obviously he was there. Um, was the fact that they were too high-tech a main contributing factor in that then? Because they obviously, you know, when you have something so ridiculously high-tech, if it does break, it's very hard to repair or very hard to find spare parts for. And was that was that really the main issue they had, or was it a case of it was just so obliterated that they would have had no chance, even if it was just a simple fix? You know? Yeah, I mean, I think it was 
a sort of combination of being very complicated and time to repair because uh, we only had two hours and they were being very strict about these this sort of two hour repair time and if they'd had another day to do it they might have been able to get it apart sort it out but we were constantly being rushed and saying like get ready to go in get ready to go in and i think they just ran out of time and because of the complex nature of the machine they couldn't get to the part that was broken in time that was that and out out went rapid entirely and coming back in was the uh, the mighty jellyfish but we'll get to bloop. we'll get to that later <laughs> we'll get back bloop. to day <laughs> the blue machine Sorry. we'll get Sorry. back to um <laughs> we'll get back to jellyfish in a second but uh, i think it's time it's time now to discuss that fight will um with sabertooth which is um as as we we, we mentioned briefly before we started recording um there's, there's been a bit of a an adverse reaction to it i mean I, you know <laughs> So there's there's a certain group of people on the internet that believe that you did too much damage. Um, I think it's kind of harsh in, in that sense. I mean, I'm sure you'll be able to give us a better idea in a second. But like, how on earth do you, do you judge when to stop? I mean, it was it was working right up to the point where you hit it, and then it was stuck by the floor flipper. And at that point, that but you don't know if it's it's just going to drive away. Then do you? There's like, how do you judge that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always a really tricky one to sort of gauge when a robot's moving and when it's sort of half there or stuck on something. And yeah, I mean, looking back, there is an argument that maybe we did go a little bit too far with the damage. But at the time, I was sort of convinced that it was still moving and still sort of driving away. And having watched it back a couple of times now, sometimes... Yeah, the edit makes it look like the hits were further apart than they actually were. So by the time they sort of cut away to the teams and back again, what made it look like it was 10 seconds between hits was more like two or three. So it was all sort of much more fast paced than uh, perhaps it came across. And yeah, maybe there was a little or sort of maybe two hits too many. And we sort of got that feeling when we got back to the pits as well there was mentioned that maybe it was a step too far. And it's why after that we sort of made, tried to sort of rein it in a little bit more than we uh, would have beforehand. But of course, this is the first time I've driven a heavyweight spinner that's sort of this damaging. I mean, I've, uh, I'm more used to flippers and passive things where it doesn't really matter if you go back in and hit him a couple more times because you're not going to cause any excessive damage. Whereas uh, Aftershock's a little bit different. I think yeah, it's in, a in, bit of a learning curve. In fairness as well, like, you know, you're in the zone at that point, you know, you're thinking, right, this thing, you know, I need to beat this thing. You're not going to think, oh, but it's it's it's, still, it's dead. You know, think, no, it needs, to, it needs to die. It needs to stop. And Exactly. I mean, and yeah. I would have completely expected it had it been the other way around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's like, when it's we like, thought, um, oh, last time, we thought, that's it, we're, um, he's going to hit us until we, until we stop. And ultimately, he did that. Yeah. Fair play. I mean, you know, it's, um, Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Damn, professional. <laughs> God damn it. It was awesome. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I will admit, this I mean, this match caught, kind of brought back my childhood a little bit. Because it, yeah, it this, had this, that... This is, this is like... Disc versus Splinter. It was... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it had that little reminiscence and I was uh, I was like, ooh, hee, hello. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can like, see why some people might think it... Sorry. I can see why people might think it was a little too far. Fair play, um, but like like you said, I mean, in the actual because I get and also you don't know if a robot's stuck or yeah. if a robot's gonna. I mean, yeah, that was it because in the heat final against Sabretooth, get to that later. But you you mentioned you know because your dad turned around and said, oh you know you know 
spin down. You're like, well, I don't want to in case he starts moving again. Because there are times where robots will stop and then think, <laughs> only joking, and then continue moving again. So you do want to make sure you get that last hit in. And yeah. obviously when it's, when, then, when it's wheels started to finally fall out, I think that might have been the, the time to stop. Well, that's that's when I realised, okay, it's not coming back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, up until so then. It's like the Black Knight from Monty Python. It's just like, tis but a scratch, and it just keeps <laughs> walking around. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, up until then, it could have, as far as sort of roboteers are aware, if it's, if it's not uh, sort of falling to pieces and completely hanging together by the wires themselves, it, it could come back. And I've had it several times in the past where I think I've beaten a robot, it's only been stuck, and they can come back and lose the fight. And especially with the sort of spinning down, the reason for that is if every time we try and spin the disc back up again, we're drawing a huge amount of current from our batteries. I mean, we can get up to about a 1,000 amps peak. And every time we do that, it's putting a little bit more stress on all of the parts. So I tend to spin it up, and once it's spinning, I'm not turning it off until we're completely done. And that's that's sort of where the thinking was behind that one. It wasn't a case of I'm not going to spin down until they're completely wrecked or something like that. It was uh, I'm preserving the machine just, just enough just to make sure the weekend. Just in case, if, if I need to go again, then I can. Yeah, that's it. Because also, if we'd um, turned the disc off and suddenly been turned over by something, I don't know, the arena flipper or a spike, then yeah, we could have been in real trouble. Absolutely. I mean, I think you know we. This is fight. You know, this this fight was something spectacular. I mean, it, it reminds me when when the um the videos of uh, Minotaur and Blacksmith came out. You know, the the, the vast scale of destruction there. This is you know, for, for, at the moment what I feel is our equivalent. You know, aftershock give it going in and giving it a good kick in. It, it was it was breathtaking to watch. It really was. Um, and uh, my, chin, my chin at the floor. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. There, there, I mean, there, there were three moments in this episode with my chin at the floor. One was nuts getting arsed out of the arena by Matilda. One was this, <laughs> and the um, next one, yeah, it, we'll get to that shortly. But yeah, yeah. that was another moment. Yeah, this, 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 honestly, you know, ignore everything that's been said. Well, it was utterly amazing. Thank you so much for making it happen. <laughs> no, thank you. It was, um, it was the fight I was one of the fights I was most looking forward to seeing back because I knew that the that aftershock had worked perfectly and in the heat of the moment you miss so much of what's happened so they go back and watch i mean i must have watched that fight back i don't know dozens of times and it <laughs> it was so well, nice to see it work my favorite thing of this whole fight was after the fight and you did your little evil laugh it was amazing <laughs> it was the best <laughs> thing i don't even remember doing that it was just that like was oh, it was just so great that oh, adrenaline dear. rush is real adrenaline oh. is a hell of a drug oh dear <laughs> anyway <laughs> Anyway, we'll. It's not, uh, it's not we'll... quite as good as Gary Kearns. It's up to speed now, boys. But you know, no, it's it's it's, it's getting there. It's, it's up there. <laughs> it's up there for me. Um, we'll move on from Sabretooth and Aftershock. Obviously, Aftershock picking up another three points. Uh, moving on to six. Sabretooth on three. Terahertz on three, and Jellyfish obviously on zero. Just coming in. Jellyfish versus Terahertz. This story's actually got quite a lot to it. Um, I'm using Dave's post as a guide here because he, he unfortunately is not available to be with us this evening. But um. Terahertz shook the clip off the speed controller loose inside of Jellyfish, which I imagine is something absolutely horrifically hard to do, and yet it somehow did it. And uh, that's why Jellyfish died in one hit, and yet it still had all its lights and everything. It just it it was just it was sort of like how Thor died last year. You know, it's, it's, it's actually pretty much identical to the way uh, to the way Thor died. It's um. It's like- Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's quite a rare thing to happen, but it does happen. 
In fact, yeah, uh, Terahertz has two, done it to Go on. Sorry. I was going to say Ming 2 versus Frenzy from the uh, um, War yeah. of Independence series. So that's that. an example. It wasn't completely shut off because its flipper kept working, but it, well, but one lucky hit is all you need. Uh, again, in this, in this sport, anything can happen. And so, you know, I, I love John Reed's reaction, actually, because he uh, he seemed a little disappointed. He was hoping for a bit of a better fight, bless him. Um, he's like, oh, it's not over already, is it? Oh, bless him. Yeah. Uh, we'll carry on, sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so... Um... John's actually managed to do the exact same thing to uh, our machine Maelstrom in the past. So it's uh, when we, I think it was our first championship final, we were against him with uh, terahertz and we had Maelstrom. Pretty much first hit straight on the top of the robot and it knocked the driver chip out of the speed controller. And it's, uh, yeah, just a complete sort of one hit kill. And it's, uh, yeah, interesting to see that sort of eight years later he's done exactly the same thing again. Well, it's, it, you know, it's the, the, you know, these things can happen. Obviously, unfortunately for David, did this time at Terahertz picking up three points. There's not really much to discuss about this fight other than Terahertz hit it and Jellyfish died. <laughs> obviously, that's sometimes how it goes, and that's how it went this time. Um, now, Will <laughs> Terahertz against Aftershock. Um, I believe I, I could fly. That, that was, <laughs> I believe I can turn. That was oh, a bit of context here. Terahertz is my favourite robot ever. So what are you doing to it? <laughs> no, How? Actually, my favourite fight of the episode. For it me. was honestly it's like watching. Watching. I watched this back about half an hour before recording this, just to make sure I knew what was going on. And like, it was stunning. I mean, oh my goodness me. Uh, talk yeah, talk yeah. us through it. This this was the fight that we were, I'd probably say, most nervous about because we knew that we were particularly vulnerable to an axe in certain places. We've got our belts for the uh, for the disc are quite exposed. We've only got the polycarb top panels, and uh, yeah, we we had a bit, a bit of work to do. We we kept sort of discussing amongst ourselves: would we go to our lighter bar weapon that we've got so we could stick some extra top armor on, and. Uh, because we've actually got hardox lids we can fit if we need to. Right. But we decided to stick with the disc, thinking that would protect our pulleys a bit more. And uh, since we discovered we're actually five kilos underweight, we managed to layer on a bit more polycarb with some rubber mounts. Oh, that's always useful. And, <laughs> and yeah, we, uh, we didn't really know what to do. It's just case of spin up and try and hit him. And uh, thankfully, that worked pretty nicely. <laughs> early, early on, you were under a lot of pressure. I think terahertz were on top until um, you got stuck by the floor, floor flipper. Um, they pushed you into shunts, uh, CPZ. They, you know, they had you pinned in there pretty much, and uh, you weren't really doing too much to terahertz. Obviously, terahertz, as we've discussed already, very well armored at the front, hard to hit really at the front. But um, yeah, it's, it's quite a steep angle to hit as well. So unless you can get underneath it and sort of hit the edge of the panel, you're never going to do a huge amount to it. Which you managed yeah. to do because of the floor flipper, which was and well, that, yeah. that hit was. Um, I mean. It went at least four yeah. or five feet in the air. That was unbelievable. That, that was that was the second jaw drop. The third jaw dropping moment. Sorry, I mean that was. Oh. Yeah, that was the one where we sort of. At the time, I thought it was mostly the floor flipper, but when we looked back, it, the floor flipper and sort of nudged it towards us, and we yeah, got it, a. All, really all it did was it. all it was is flick you onto it onto your disc, and it, like that was it didn't barely even lifted it, and then it just went flying into the air. Was, that was yeah, I mean, it, it came right up uh, sort of near us uh, in the control pod. It was. Uh, it was a big hit. Yeah. And um, the thing we discovered after the fight with Terahertz was that we'd been hitting that front scoop so hard 
that we've actually fused bits of terahertz scoop into the tooth on our blade. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> With more material on our disc than we started. And, uh, makes makes it heavier, I guess, you know. I will stick that on our Facebook page later. And you can see that how the material was sort of blue where it got so hot as it fused the pieces together. It's uh, absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, I think the, the finishing move was... The, I mean, the, the Jonathan Pierce groan was just unbelievable. When he, you know, he, just, the, he, he flicked it halfway across the arena, you know. It was yeah. un- it's a, another great hit. I mean, you know, I've, I, I know... We, you know, with terahertz has been damaged like that before. You know, fluffy, for example, in in the uh, in the fifth wars. But I mean, not since its huge upgrade it's had, and you know, that is just some unprecedented damage. You know, it was yeah, I mean, um, as it turns out, the damage that we caused was fairly terminal at that point. Oh we really? Took out both drive motors, and we cracked the bulkhead, I believe, the main one, <laughs> and we took out the uh, the main, the reason it couldn't self right is we'd taken out the return of the um, axe, because where we'd hit it, everything had shifted, and the valve had basically become disconnected from the ram. Wow. So it, <laughs> it was a, yeah, complete sort of... Uh, you man front. You evil Correct. man. <laughs> how how <laughs> dare you? <laughs> I just want to say this now, right? I think it's quite ironic how John helped out in Celebrity Special with a robot called the D, and that's what he got given in this battle, to be honest. He, but, he did. He did yeah, get given um, the D. I, I just have a quick question, actually, Phil, because... You're not much older than myself and Sam. Um, I, mean, I don't think you are. So you obviously grew up a lot with the original show as well, you know, as a youth, you know, teen years and all that. And obviously you grew up watching Terrors. What was it like when you realised that you took a robot that you watched and liked growing up and basically wrecked it in front of that same person's eyes? Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite funny because we discussed this in the... Funny. Um, <laughs> it's funny. It was fine. And, uh, yeah, because... John's sort of a legend of uh, sort of robot wars and battle bots and you never sort of think watching it growing up that you're going to one day be in the arena with someone like that that you've, you've sort of watched and admired and uh, yeah beating the hell out of his robot which is <laughs> a completely <laughs> weird feeling and that one didn't sink in until we got back down and saw the robots and John came up to us and he he said a few words, <laughs> which we can't repeat about what he, <laughs> <laughs> how he thought the robot was. No, he was he was incredibly complimentary of uh, Aftershock, and he, uh, yeah, he said that uh, at the time that one scared him. We scared him uh, quite a lot. <laughs> it was it was honestly it was a spectacular thing to see. I mean, you know, it was as, as I said, the, the the final hit was something special. I mean, you know, that that I I, I watched that back and I just think. Oh my god, that happened! You know, as and, you know, as I mentioned already, you know, terahertz is my favourite machine ever, and you you made it look very silly, Will. So again, it was it was very yeah, sorry about that. No, it's, yeah. it's, you know, I'm just gonna just gonna sit over here and cry. Um, no, it was it was spectacular. It really was. Yeah, you did um, crying last night, didn't you? With the I did. Honestly, I was weeping, <laughs> weeping, and weeping. Um, we'll um, no, we'll move on. Aftershock picking up a. That, that was the best match of the night. There we go. Yes, I think I think best, I best thought so, battle yeah. of the episode. I mean, there were some great battles this episode. I just want to say this now. I mean, I, I, there wasn't a bad battle, which is no. you know, I mean, there's always there's always that one that we think, nah, but they, they, they were all they, they were. This was a, one of the rare occasions. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so aftershock moves on to nine points. Terahertz stays on three, meaning that. Uh, they could still, in theory, make the heat final, but that relied on Jellyfish picking up three points 
And I think it, it was going to be a judge's vote as to who of the three three pointers went through because obviously they all beat each other. Um, in the end, uh, Sabretooth did get going again. There was a um, you know a bit of a tear in the eye for Gay, which you know it's, it's great to see again. You know he's he clearly put a lot of his soul into the machine, and you know it was great to see it alive and um, ish and working again. <laughs> well, it was it was ish. It was it was you know it was badly beaten. Actually, I, I respect the team's um, improvisation skills when they're uh, fixing their drum. Like you know, yes. I mean, I, I, that's the last thing I would have ever expected to hear someone do to fix their weapon. Was was that? I mean, it was like uh, it was almost like you know, um, oh, what's it called? That scrapyard show hosted by Robert Llewellyn. Um, Scrappy challenge. Oh, that's the one. Scrappy challenge is like you know, out of nowhere. Just I mean, I, I like that. It was you know, using what you could, uh, had to. Your, I like the A team. Use what you had to your advantage. Yeah, absolutely. And um, obviously, Sabretooth... Lacking fitness against Jellyfish, uh, who was who struggled all night with various issues, and it was it was a a fight where you could see that Sabretooth was poorly, and Jellyfish was also a bit poorly, and ultimately the the driving of Jellyfish paid off, and uh, it got a, a I, I feel a deserved win at least. You know, it was it controlled the fight. Sabretooth couldn't really do anything to it, and Jellyfish ultimately wound up round out worthy winners. Fair play to Dave, a very well earned victory. Yeah, it was so. nice to see Dave and, win. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that little embrace he had as well. I mean that was yes. really sweet. I was about to say that you know you could see the emotion at the end of it. You know, the, you know, this is you know we obviously we know Dave very well. He's you know he's come on the podcast many many times. He, he was going to be on today as well, but he, obviously due to reasons he's not. And this this is a show he's watched growing up, but like just just like us. And it, for him to go on and and enter with a machine and beat a robot like Sabretooth is kind of crazy, you know, and I don't think he expected, he, he was so forlorn after the first, um, after going out to, to Rapid and Terror Hertz, and it was, it was a really cool thing to see him back in, it was, it was, it was great, it was very, very emotional, you know, fair, fair play to the guy, I'm very, very proud. anyone? <laughs> I, mean, I was really chuffed because I mean I I I, I you know I, I thought to myself, oh I don't want to see Jellyfish get absolutely mangled, and I was like, oh, oh it's actually winning. Yeah. Continue doing this, and it and it and it did. It was a bit of a shame they both got stuck actually, because the the pit was slightly lower than it should have been. Yeah, it wasn't level with the rest of the floor, and both both robots got stuck um, there a little bit. Um, so well done, producers, for that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching, which you're probably not, yeah, sort it. Yeah, sorry, there we go. Um, but yes, I think you know. The, I mean, will do you have anything to add to that fight? We 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 curious to see. If Jellyfish did go win that fight, because obviously you could have ended up fighting them. Yeah, I think that would have been a very interesting one. Because uh, I mean, I've I've fought Dave many times over the years with sort of ant weights and feather weights, and I mean, he always goes for the sort of the more homemade approach, sort of build out of whatever he can find lying he, around. He, he, I, I, say, I will say one thing. He did say before we went, he has a habit of beating you. Is that true? <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that tends to be the case. So I I can. Uh, spend sort of ages building these elaborate spinners, mainly in the ant weights, and he comes along with his robots, which he won't mind me saying are duct taped together, and uh, <laughs> more often than not, he will beat me. And um, there was a slight bit of bitterness in your voice there. Well, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, and I think, the thing with jellyfish is there's so many bits which could have come off and got jammed up in the disc or just given us problems then I don't even know where I would begin with it. So, what the thing as well, it, it was, he was very low. Could you could you have honestly hit him? Like, really? I mean, if we'd got underneath it, we might have, but 
I, I really don't know if we could have done any real damage to it. And I mean, Dave sent me photos of jellyfish when he was building it. And, and right up until the day of filming, I had absolutely no idea what it did. And because he wouldn't tell me exactly what it would do. And um, yeah, I, even looking back now, I just have no idea how I'd have dealt with it. And it would have been interesting to see Dave actually win that one. Well, I mean, jell- jellyfish is an interesting design anyway because I saw Craig post on um, on the comment on the uh, the thread on the uh, unofficial Robot Wars Facebook page uh, that um, jellyfish was a well designed machine because it was designed to like flex and bend with hard hits. And that a bit like proven, bit like Gabriel went, from last year. Yeah, and that was that was proven when it got flipped. Well, it's made by the same material as Gabriel. If I'm right, yes. I'm, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. So, um, and as I show when it was against Rapid, you know, it was getting flicked around. But because it flexed when it landed, no serious damage was done. Um, it was a very unfortunate axe shot from Terahertz, I'll admit. But there was no external damage done, at least. So that shows um, stuff. I mean, it's a very well designed robot for what is essentially what many people call, and I'm saying this in inverted commas by the way, joke robot. But uh, it was, you know, I I respect that because again, it's not just a case of you going over the top with it. It's it's just clever engineering, and yeah. there needs to be more of that. You don't just need to build a big big weapon. Obviously, that makes no sense because I've shot one, but whatever. But you know, <laughs> so, so you know, it, it shows that there's a lot more to it than you know going over the top with one thing or just the the clever little details that matter. Yeah, absolutely, and I think, you know, it, this is only the second time since the round-robin format has been introduced to Wars where every team won a fight, so there you go. Um, but we, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Anyway, we move on to the Heat final, which obviously, because, once again, Terahertz lost its head-to-head that it needed to win, it means that Sabertooth goes through to the Heat final. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap up on Terahertz, obviously, Wills, I think, retired it, I think, at this point, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, look, it's looking pretty second-hand after last night, but, um... Hopefully we'll see it again. Maybe a bit different, you know. We'll, you never know. We might actually see a terahertz for the new age. We'll we'll have to wait and see. But uh, solid yeah, performance. There was talk of a new one uh, oh, that's, being that's built. Uh, I know John's always got ideas, so I think uh, I think we'll see terahertz again, just not in this form. Yeah, it's it's lo- it's looking pretty pretty sad at the moment, isn't it? But, um, <laughs> heat final time. We'll talk us through it. I mean, was again. Obviously, you've beaten the the seven bells out of Sabretooth at this point. Was there still a fear of, of Sabretooth going into the uh, heat final, or was it a case of just just make sure it's, it dies straight away? Well, no, because um, before the heat final, like, we had sort of a day's break in filming while other heats were being filmed. Right. And they spent that day, and they were allowed to do it. It was uh, completely within the rules. They were allowed to have that time to get ready. And uh, by the time we went in, they armed it up, and uh, this time we heard... The, the motor, the brushless motor, start up. We heard the sequence of it starting up, and that's the point where I remember sort of feeling, right, this this could work now. And they had their blade back on the front, and it, yeah, we were a little bit more apprehensive this time. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, sort of, it's, and we knew that if it could start up, we could, it could still do some damage to us. But uh, ultimately, we got there first. Yeah, I guess I guess with two big, heavy hitting, spinning weapons, is it is always a case of who gets the first hit. I mean, it's like everyone. I, I, this this is going back again. I, the dream battle obviously is Razor versus Hypnotist, but I think to myself, that's more going to be just who gets the first hit, really, isn't it? Yeah, Either Hypnotist will get Razor yeah. and Razor will get wrecked in one hit, or KO'd in one hit. If 
Razor managed to get a whole hypnosis first go. Hypnosis doesn't really stand a chance after that. So it's it's and it was a sort of similar situation with two big spinners, I guess. You know, whoever gets the first hit is pretty much going to be hopefully going through the way. I mean, obviously there are some examples of a difference, but I mean, you know, yeah, which doctor versus it's all Tombstone about who, was, was a who can spin example. up first and yeah, get their spin up first and get the first hit in. So it's why we deliberately tried to make our spin up as fast as we could. So we, we get was, up speed sorry. in just less than two seconds. Ah, there you go. I, was like, I just to, want to, to also to, congratulate yeah. you on your good driving as well, because again, we're such a because again, I mean, I'm guessing it's quite a hard thing to drive such a big spinner. You know, you've got the different inertia levels going on and all you, that. You did, you did see a lot of um, a bit of a gyroing, you know, when he, when he, when he turned a corner, it, it did lift up a little bit from from time to time. It was yeah, but it was no. well controlled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does it does tend to lift. I mean, when you've got sort of a disc that size and weight doing that kind of speed, you're always going to get a bit of the uh, the gyro effect. But we've actually designed it to try and limit how much it can lift by. So oh, is, that, is, that, is that why it's so wide? It's why it's so wide, but we've also got, I think it's a good 10 centimetre gap between the wheels and the outside edge. Oh. So that it can only lift by so much before the uh, sort of corner of the robot hits the ground and it sort of prevents it going any further. Hmm. So we can only that's, lift that's up by about genius. 10 centimetres. All right. So that's just all part of the plan. So, and it it clearly worked. Obviously, Sabretooth, while while it had recovered somewhat, it wasn't. It still wasn't at peak fitness, was it? Let's face it. It still had a bit of a bit of a sprained wrist, if you like. And still uh, suffering. Yeah, and uh, this time it wasn't. It it wasn't the the massive structure that we saw in the head to heads, but uh, I think it was. You know, I think by that point, you know, they were. I think. I think was did Gabe say to Rob just you know don't just don't move because he'll hit you again. I think they just wanted to <laughs> have it come home really. I think it was it was pretty finished in the uh, in the flame pit and ultimately Will for the second year in a row you're a grand finalist. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, uh, got the uh, the new, uh, new George Francis over here. Oh, yeah. New Graham Bone. I was gonna say not not many teams in in the past managed to make two finals in a row. I mean, does that? Hot, you know, does that sit well, you know, quite high for you as a, as an achievement? You know, you know, two times in a row grand finalist as well. Yeah, because yeah, you're up there now with like the Razor team, um, George France, obviously, uh, the Firestorm boys, the Hypnotist boys, especially Hypnotist boys, because you know, you're a ridiculously powerful spinner in one of those cases. Uh, Tornado, you know, all these legends. So how, how does it feel to be part of, part of that throne? It's uh, it's quite surreal, really, to be sort of mentioned in the same uh, sentence as some of these machines, and. Um, <laughs> Someone sent me a link earlier, actually, to the uh, to a sort of Wikipedia or the Robots Wiki, where it said uh, had a list of the teams that had made the grand final with two different robots, and we're talking teams like the, the Chaos Two team and uh, like the the Firestorm team. And you think about it, and it's it's a bit ridiculous, really. I mean, you're you're in that kind of bracket now. Growing up, yeah. I mean, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's, that's awesome kind of weird, feeling. isn't it? And as as ever. Massive congratulations for making it through. It was a lot more convincing than last time. I think we can all agree that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Um, and obviously, we'll see you in six weeks for the grand final. Um, how do you, you know? How do you rate this episode? I mean, Anderson, we'll start with you. What, what did you reckon of this out of oh, ten? Oh, this, 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 this is really annoying because um, <laughs> well, can, can you can but... you rate anything ten out of ten? Really? <laughs> I know, yeah. I, I want to. I want to so badly. Do it. Do it. I mean, I mean, I, I might do because this this episode, right? This is better than any episode of the last series. Well, I, I'm going to say that now, without even a fathom of a doubt. Even the grand brain. final. Even the grand final. 
I'm happy to announce that this is the best battle thus far of the reboot. It's probably managed to wiggle its way into my top five favorite episodes of all time. You know, because, you know, I mean, this is, yeah, this, I think this is one of those cheeky exceptions where I have to go against my rule. I think a cheeky 10 out of 10 is definitely worthy here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's such a, and it's, and it's easily the best start to a series as well. I think this is definitely the best Heat A or Heat 1 of all of them. Um, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna agree. I'm gonna say, you know, can you rate something ten out of ten? Yes, this heat. There you go. <laughs> um, it's. It, it has everything. It has, you know, destruction to the absolute eyeballs. It has great driving skill. It has. It has everything. And it has, you know, it has great fun, entertaining designs, a shock victory, um, some jaw-dropping moments. Yeah. Oh. I mean, what, what, what? I mean, and the house robots. We haven't even discussed that. The house robots are more oh, involved. Yeah. Saw you the know, house robots get more involved. You know, ev- everything just seem to work for this heat and I think you know that's my humble opinion of course um you know I thought it was I thought it was just excellent will over to you yeah I mean out of um all of the years I've been fighting with robots this the fights I had in this heat were some of the most fun and entertaining ones I've ever had I mean uh I'd uh if I could have every event like that I'd be uh, a very happy man but uh yeah it's a definite 10 out of 10 for me as well I couldn't ask for any more is, is that because you won well, <laughs> uh, no, go, go on. Sorry, carry on. Uh, I no, I don't think there's much more to add. I mean, there's some brilliant <laughs> episodes coming up, but yes. uh, this one uh, it's got to be my favourite, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty special, and that's it. We didn't even go for three hours this time, well done, guys. <laughs> hey, let's put it let's put it this way, right? This has if if every episode is reasonably like this one. There is potential that this could overtake series four of my favourite series. I am it, not even joking. Wait, there's the, yeah, this is this is. And you know I me. Think... I mean, I, I you know me. I bum series four or something rotten. You know what I mean? So I mean, for this, ah, uh, I think oh, one for something special. So you know, you know, the the, 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 the uh, I was a big fan of series A. I thought that this, you know, that the whole new format was really, you know, it was original and fresh. It brought a lot of new things to the table. So far, from what I've seen, this is on another level. You know, and I just, I I really think this could be you know where where Robot Wars really retakes its place as a you know, as a really entertaining show. That's just me. It's daft. It's just daft. It's so daft. It's brilliant. Just right. want to say a quick uh, shout out to the um, the American podcast, uh, the Hardcore Podcast by Headbanger and um, Nate. Uh, guys are doing a really good job over there, and it's nice to see that uh, you know. We, we kind of inspired you slightly. So keep up the good work. Absolutely. Thank you for the kind words about this podcast as well. Yes, thank you very much. Yep. Anyway, Will, as, as we just said, congratulations and uh, thank you very much for coming on. It's been a, a pleasure to yes. talk to you. Thank you and, very much. Uh, sure. Loved it. And uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll see you do well in the grand final as well. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I've been Sam at 64 I've been that really annoying bloke who tells bad jokes. And we will see you next week for Heat 2 of Road Wars Series 9. Goodbye.